It's been a long week. It's been a long week. This is a great Saturday night of just chilling and watching a lot of things we need to catch up on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, right now we are, we did just go see Aladdin. Yes. So we are going to give our review on that Mm -hmm. in this podcast. Mm -hmm. But I know you're a little emotional right now. (laughs) And do you want to let our (laughs) listeners know why you're so emotional? So Mallory finally helped me watch... A Marvel movie, but <laughs> but my first Marvel movie. I'm pretty sure it's my first. I don't think I've. Yeah, I'm more. I've I've been watching more DC films. I think, mm-hmm. not knowing the difference really, and that's my bad on Nerdumville because I didn't really, <laughs> Nerdumville. I've just been a Disney, you know, freak for a long time, and I didn't understand the difference. But now I do. Mm-hmm. However, um, to be fair, Marvel was not always Disney. So, right. I'll yeah. give you. I'll give you a. Pass. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, because I love the stories, like the comic books and stuff, but I never understood in the in state of the studios and the filmmaking mm-hmm. until now. So I'm finally at the point because even at work, everybody knows what they're talking about, and I'm left in the dark. And I'm just like, I need to finally just watch this. Yes. So I we were searching. We were searching for, for Captain America, which started them all, mm-hmm. and we were searching for. Captain Marvel and the first Avengers at least. Those were the three that I was really looking forward to to try to get this ball rolling. And the only ones, you know, we had limited supply on Netflix. Right! (laughs) Unlimited. And we, so we found the Avengers Infinity War, which is my first film I've seen finally, but it's like one of the, right? It's like second to last of the main films. It is. So that's interesting when you have no knowledge of these characters. You kind of know about the actors throughout the last 10 years and the filmmaking of it, but you have never seen the Mm storyline. And now I watched it and I, it made me cry. Mm -hmm. It made me cry. That's how, I mean, that's how good it was. Well, yeah. And little fun fact, when I took James last year to see Infinity War, because we always go see him in the movie theaters, um, he looks at me like the end of the movie's there. Yeah. And, uh, spoiler alert! If you're like a yeah. man who hasn't seen Infinity War, they just disappear, fast forward. Okay? Fast forward if you don't see. If you, but I really feel like I'm the last person on earth who has right. not seen it. It's yet. true. <laughs> As um, a fan. But anyways, they disappear, and at that moment, James turns to me, and it, he just looks at me with these big blue eyes and says, "Mom, that was the first movie where." The, they didn't get a happy ending. No, of course your child would say that. <laughs> Snow White's child, of and course, says that. I said, uh, well, it's not the end. True. Because true. this is, you know, there's it's going to be another one called Endgame, and that will be the end, you know? Right. And right. I won't say anything about that because yeah, we have to watch someone that. Still I know. That. I'm sure all of you guys have I'm sure. <laughs> I know. It's been a little busy. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying. Um, I really am. But what did you think as far as uh, who was your favorite? Who was your favorite Avenger? Ooh. Well, I really love Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I I mean I love Benedict Cumberbatch so much as Sherlock Holmes. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch, and he's just an amazing human being mm-hmm. and just everything. But, yeah. Um, the characters. There's just something magical when he's in a film and like how he does his characters, but mm-hmm. as an artist. So he's number one that that, that hurt that hurt a lot when you saw Be, him Well being introduced first to him finally and then <laughs> seeing him disappear. I was like, Really? Yeah. And I feel I feel like it really like when I was telling you during the movie, 
man, if they would have just listened to Vision the first time before right. they got the time Yeah, story. that's an interesting storyline, like, with the writing. Like, why didn't they? I mean, I know well, why, I mean, obviously. they have their plan. I, I know, I get as, that. I get that. As the fan, you're like, no. Yeah, well, what? I mean, they did draw me in as, for the first time as an audience member that I've never seen anything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and the good thing about great. these last two, the Infinity War and Endgame, is it goes right into the action because there's no time to lose and you have so many characters you have to catch up on. Totally. So it does move a lot faster because the thing about Marvel movies, especially like the first ones, like the first Avengers and the first Captain America, Mm -hmm. is there's a lot of setup. Right. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a lot of origin stories. A lot of origins, yep. And I love that because I I get super into it, but a lot of people, um, if you ask them, oh, well, what are your favorite um, Avenger movies? They're like Civil War and stuff like that. Stuff that's real action. I don't even know what you're talking about yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to visually see a plan of all the films. I would movie. love, and I'm totally Maybe, down yeah. to watch okay. them. Well, not so much in order of release date, but in order of plot. Okay, okay. So I looked up. Mm-hmm. I was curious about that because I want. I I'm not really when it comes to books and movies. I don't need to watch it from the beginning unless you should watch it from the mm-hmm. from, from the beginning. But with this one specifically, I was like, no, I want to watch it from the beginning to understand these characters because I don't know these characters as well as I'd like to. And so I looked up on the internet, Google, mm-hmm. and it told me this really interesting um, article about watching it in the order of the storytelling aspect instead of actually the release dates. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to do that. Yeah. And that's why I think Captain America was the first one that was made, right? Yes. But I don't think it was the first one to watch, it said. Um, I don't remember what I don't it said. Know. I, have to, I would have out. to look at the timeline. Yeah. Because I'm really curious about that. Yeah, because it's it's a very be strange order mm-hmm. of what is the plot beginning to end rather than. And there's little Easter eggs in them too mm-hmm. that you don't catch until you watch it like that, which is oh, interesting yeah. too. Yeah. Especially so. from a filmmaking point of view, like I don't know, I don't know how they get continuity and, and oh, storytelling yeah. of it all. It's crazy creative. Well, that's why it's always amazing after the film because everybody's always waiting for the credits to pass mm-hmm. so that they can see like the little you know easter egg yeah. of what's going to come up next and when you're sitting there and it takes a long time to get through the list because there's so many people there's that so many work people on that films, work on these films which man, is amazing that never get the proper credit that they should get mm-hmm. and they're just so it's nice that they do that yeah because easter eggs help that i think, and I think oh because nobody nice when nobody films usually stays at the end no yeah. and I always try to stay just out of respect to all the artists that have mm-hmm. done work on this, these projects that take so much time and effort. Oh, yeah. Um, and it helps when there's an Easter egg at the end. It's fun. It's, or bloopers or whatever they yeah, put in there. Yeah, whatever they put That's always a fun little thing. It's kind of like Aladdin in the original. Yes. When, when made you look. Made you look. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Right. Oh, such a good memory. Speaking of Aladdin. Speaking of Aladdin. I kind of thought that they were going to do something like that. I wish they would have. Uh, but they didn't, but it was fine. It was good. But they could have done something that wasn't what Robin Williams yeah. did, but it would have been nice to have, a, you know, like, real, I, I feel like if you a little bit. we had Will Smith say, like, gotcha, or yeah, something like that, you know, it would have been a nod to it. Exactly. And that's one of the things I really liked about that film was that, because I was scared. I really oh, was. I, I was, was so scared. Especially from the trailer, and nothing against... The people who did well, the trailer, no, it's just, the it just wasn't is, set up to be like, oh, I'm so excited about wasn't, this. Yes, it wasn't set up properly to get excited about. But also, I, I noticed that the CGI in the trailer was way worse than seeing the film. 
because mm-hmm. that's what knocked me off. And what, I was like, mm-hmm. what creeped me out was when I saw Will Smith as the genie in the trailer, I was like, oh, why did they not do a better job CGIing him? Um, yeah. And then when I saw it in the theaters, when we saw the actual movie, I was so pleasantly surprised because it didn't look. Well, I wonder if that was a marketing strategy, to be honest with you. I don't know. It's almost like they had B-roll that they put together ah. real fast in the trailer. And again, it was good enough to get as a trailer, but yeah. it wasn't enough to catch your eye. And But Lion King has. So I'm concerned, oh, like, is, is, is this going to be the opposite? Gonna be the opposite? <laughs> I hope not, because that one you can't fuck up either. Mm-hmm. But um, that being said, it's like, yeah, I just think... I was really, I was really hoping for the best because that's one of my favorite films growing up in the classic era, new era of, of um, Disney. Mm-hmm. And then the trailer just disappointed me. Yeah. So when we went and saw it, I was, I, especially with the opening, I actually felt it. It was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do love that they did begin with the genie, but you don't know it's the genie yet because he's not a genie. He's talking to these two little kids. Will Smith, obviously, mm-hmm. he's talking to these little kids, and I like that he was basically telling them those were his kids, and he was telling them his story, right? You know, and it kind of even leaves an aspect of uh, realism where are these kids believing him? Like, mm-hmm. sure, dad, you were a genie when you met mom, or were they really like? You know, wow, that's really the story of how you guys met. You know, mm-hmm. it, it could go either way. That. Yeah. And yeah, no, he definitely caught me in that. I love the little bit of like hip hop R and B that they added. Yeah, to no, that was music. nice. That was nice. I like the the um way that it kind of made a nice engagement for like Bollywood dancing and stuff Absolutely. later on. Yeah. And it should be. I mean, yeah. that's part of the culture aspect of it. And it area. very much was. I really loved Will Smith because he made it his own. He wasn't trying to do his best impersonation of Robin Williams. Yeah. You know. I didn't think he was going to, but you never know direction-wise and what they were well, looking for. And Guy Ritchie directed. I mean, yeah. My biggest concern was the fact that because in Aladdin, the musical, and Aladdin, right. um when they used to do the Latin Spectacular, it right. was in very much California paying homage to... Right, Robin and that was... Holmes. I think that Which was appropriate then. Because yeah, it's a totally. theater production Absolutely. of the film. But yeah. now making it into a live action, I was hoping that they weren't going to just do that. Right, right. And he did. He did. It Honestly, it felt like everything that you love about Will Smith as the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, <laughs> he brought to this. Absolutely. The rapping and mm-hmm. little, like, like his little, yeah, his little things. She was dusting her shoulders. Just yeah, dusting his shoulders. Like, I know you can't you see forget, it. I you forget, forget that we're like, we're just, sound I forget we're recording. We're just talking as friends. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, a little dance move that he would do. That's yeah. like Prince Belair. Prince. Um, yeah, I think the chemistry of him and um, the actor who played Aladdin mm-hmm. was uh, was awesome. They seemed obviously. I watched them behind the scenes, and they definitely had a lot of fun. The whole cast and crew had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really jealous in a happy way. <laughs> Honestly, so it was out of um, the princess um, live actions. Mm-hmm. It was my. I know technically it's not a princess one, but it is because Prince Dunn. Yeah. Um, out of princess. all of them, I think Aladdin was my favorite. Me too. Because. Cinderella, I wasn't a fan of. Beauty and the Beast, I, I just didn't make it for me. 
but this one was so beautifully done mm -hmm. but different too like it stands on its own yeah where I, I really I walked away loving it I walked away singing the same song that I sang when I was little watching it mm -hmm. but in a different way yeah yeah you know? totally. and that was cool that yeah. was a really cool thing that's something I couldn't say about Beauty and the Beast or Cinderella right you know? right well I think that this whole live action new age phenomenon which is great that they're bringing into the new classic age it's not new disney films but it's new remakes of disney films yeah. in a great idea of how to do it but they were practice runs for the first couple you know seeing how it would work with the audience members and like because well, you can't mess no, that up i mean not really i mean i feel like it has a lot to do with casting because well yeah i'm sorry if you're an emma watson fan and i love her as a lot but she should never have been Belle. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like, yeah, I think that this cast was beautifully cast. Absolutely. And I'm glad that they, the person that they need, like they needed to have a star in it because they have to have the name. And yeah. I'm glad they picked Will Smith as yeah. the genie yeah. rather than Jasmine or Aladdin. I'm glad that these two people were probably people that I had never heard of. Yeah, no, they're new. They're you new, know. you know. Yeah, I'm sure they were working. They have been working out, but, but they're yeah, new but in the new sense of, like, in the sense of they're actors. stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they are now, but yeah. they will be. And but so that was the great thing is they were able to bring actors that fit these roles. But I think that is the key for casting is that you have that name that's going to be marketing, that's good actor. Mm -hmm. But then you have new people so that it's your the audience is relating to those characters mm -hmm. more than the name of the actor as the lead roles. Really. Yeah. Especially the iconic lead roles, mm -hmm. like Belle and Jasmine and et cetera, et cetera. You oh, know? yeah, like, for sure. And so, like, that was the thing is I loved, I loved the actress who played Jasmine. I loved the actor who played Aladdin. Mm -hmm. They were amazing as those characters. They made them real. Mm -hmm. They brought them to life in a real way way which yeah. was nice to see and she had more of a voice like yes. she they finally gave her an actual backbone you know yeah. like allowed her to thankfully one time times, i will say that i wish was a little different about jasmine mm -hmm. was her song i felt yes, like her song i love i love speechless i love that song. it's step by step it's beautiful but the way that they chopped it in half yeah, that was a little weird. It was weird. It felt unfinished. It mm -hmm. felt unnecessary. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, as we know in musical theater and as we know in musicals at film, what you can do with, if you want to do some kind of version of that, mm -hmm. a better way to do that is give her her whole song, let her sing her song. It's amazing. Great. And then later on, if you want to reference the song, give her a The reprise. Yeah. Like, That's don't how it just be. chop her song in half. Yeah, because it I was get that. it just bluntly ended. It did, and then here comes the storyline, and then it bluntly picked up. And I wonder if that's partly editing too, or something. I it don't know. It didn't feel it didn't like flow. It, it didn't flow for a reason, and, and it's weird how it. And then I'm also upset like that. that she had to be in like a dream <clears throat> sequence when she was singing it. Did you notice that? No, yeah, like it was a fantasy. Froze. Well, it was a fantasy moment of her reality yeah. of like, no, this is my moment to break. The traditional curse of being the woman. Yeah, the role need that no, you don't. in a musical. In a musical, you're supposed to be so motivated that you sing those words to those people. But I wonder from that point of view, is they're doing that because there a lot of people don't like musicals. 
films. They uh-huh. like as a whole, like statistically, a lot of people don't understand. Oh, why are they singing live? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's metaphor. It's uh-huh. it's not a reality. But how is that any different than watching somebody sing in a dream sequence? I feel it makes it more awkward because now they're fro they're she's singing. Oh, I agree. They're frozen it's just, people. <laughs> it's interesting how people like want to showcase that in filmmaking. Yeah. When it's a musical, and we because cartoon is one thing, but real live action is totally another thing. No, apparently. but I mean that was the thing is Aladdin. Yeah. He sang one jump, just like he sang yeah, here. But that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that, and it flows well because you're like I said. Well, I thought musicals was, are done yes. that way where you talk and talk and talk until you're motivated enough to sing, and mm-hmm. while you're singing, those lyrics are just as important as lyrics that you're saying. I thought it was. A, I thought it was a. Um, I think it's magic. I thought Jafar, I, when it first started the song, mm-hmm. I thought it was Jafar had done something, and that's why everyone froze. But then oh, he was, yes. then I, well, then I saw he was frozen while she was singing yeah. it, and she had her muster with it. It was kind and of was trying like, oh, to give her an internal dialect. It was, yeah. But, but it wasn't, she didn't need that. She didn't need it, no. She, just like, let her be. Yeah. <laughs> let her like do she her thing. should have just, you know, at that moment, been singing it directly, looking him dead in the eye and singing it to him. You're mm-hmm. not going to leave me speechless. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm not. It would have been stronger. Exactly. Like, well, I do have a thing. I mean, if we're going to nitpick it, and we should, I mean, that's what we do. <laughs> um, first of all, yay to putting her with a song because uh-huh. she hasn't had a song. She should have had a song a long time ago. I've always loved uh, and they Bird in the Gilded Musical. Bird in the Cage, the one from the musical in mm-hmm. Disneyland that never didn't go to Broadway, and I think it definitely should have. Um, but it's it was beautiful, but it wasn't the strong song that Jasmine is. is. And she's a sassy, strong, independent woman that is about to be, should be queen. queen. Yeah. Um, and she needs a powerful, at least one song, if not more than one song. Which as a side note, I do want to give Disney credit for making her into the Sultan and not making Aladdin into the Sultan. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, but I'm, I'm torn because, one, I love that they have her song. I love that it also was, you know, co-written by Ellen Menken, came back mm-hmm. and did a lot of the song, but he also made it more modernish mm-hmm. with the vibe of the, all the music in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lyrics were by, by Ben Pasek and Justin Paul, who, you know, is the La La Land team yeah. and the Greatest Showman team mm-hmm. and Dear Evan Hansen team. So great for that. And I uh, congratulate them, and it's awesome. However, it would have been nice, honestly, to have a woman a part of that because it's about a woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the lyrics are great. If you just read them as poetry, they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. And I'm I'm not knocking the fact that we've made a step. Yes. But it's one step forward, one step. A little <laughs> nine, nine. Yes. Yes. No, but I, why can't I there be another woman collaboration on that in today's age? That's I all I have to say. I'm not percent agree. Complaining. I'm just saying the fact. The thing is. We are so advanced and we've come so far that we should not have all males writing for a woman. No. It's ridiculous. No. And nothing against their talent. No. Nothing to do with talent. It's just, but why not? But gaining a woman's perspective would make it even more so. Absolutely. You know, maybe she would have been the one to be like, no, we don't need a dream sequence. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Stand up for herself. You know? Yeah. Because that's the yeah. thing is there's th- there's amazing things about women that we possess that men don't think of. And that's, and that's fine. We both have the same thing on men's side. Like, would you ever want things I don't think a, of as a man's you know, show, an you know? all-woman writing team writing for, like, a bro movie? Not really. 
Like, no. no. Although we should. Maybe we should do that and just make the point. But no, but that is the case. And, yeah. and like, I know it, you know, Rome wasn't built in one night. It yeah. takes time. And the fact is, we are openly aware of it now. We are talking about it. Mm-hmm. We are all. But the time is it. now. But the time is now. Yes. And especially when they're introducing a song for such a great female character, lead character, I want to see a woman on that team. I want to hear the woman's voice, voice the woman's through, style yeah. come through in that vocal song mm-hmm. for her. But um, maybe in the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> if we'll they see. have a sequel. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, but definitely, like, and if you guys are listening and you guys are in the industry, take notes. Yeah. Women writing for women. Women <laughs> writing for women. That, let's say that five times fast. Right? It's true. <laughs> Triple it's... W, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, but overall, I did enjoy the film. I would go see it again. Yeah. Um, I would love to contribute to that fact, because it made, I don't know the exact, uh, amount of numbers, but it, it got a great first opening. Good, I'm and, glad. And it was really significant because it was, uh, you know, people of color. Yes. As a lead cast. Yes. And that's I never been broken open. that like that. I will address, because... Yeah. Please. I think that I, I really want to um, congratulate that we are again as women we're taking we're making little steps and right. but same for people of color. Yes, we're making steps. Like, that cast was casted greatly. Yes, you know, everyone was of color, but we did notice something: the stunt people were heavily oh, makeup and really? not people of color, which is upsetting. I didn't know that. Because there are plenty yes, of stuff people, there are plenty of extras mm. and stuff. So at this point in the day that we live in, yeah. that should not be a option. No. Agreed. Like, sure, we work with these stuff people and whatever, but I'm sorry, if they don't fit the role, which is this very, you know, heavily people of color cast, then they it, need to find set- other people. It's set in the region of what that is, mm-hmm. the culture that it yes. is, and it needs to be respected and honored. Yes, first and foremost. But also, it's Disney. You have the budget to fly people in that yeah. are professionals in the world that mm-hmm. can do this job. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the thing that you know, taking that little, you know, back step of doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, I know people will argue or get mad and say, "Oh, well, there are just some people." Or no, 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 no. There's no just but in any thing, role yeah. because there's no small roles. Everyone is needed to have their job be what it is. It's important. Every job is important. Exactly. In Every job is important. No just. And it's important to hire people of color yes. for roles for people of color. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so it's it all plays into why are you taking parts away from people that fit that description? Mm-hmm. When you're just giving the same actors more parts yeah. and, you know, yeah, makeuping them. Wow. I had no idea that. Yeah. I haven't been watching. I mean, I'm, I need to get better about learning more of the in mm-hmm. talk mm-hmm. of the social networking well, yeah. films. Well, you're know, really I, good at that. I need I, to be better I'm about on that. My, I'm on my Instagram. Yeah, no, I know. You're always <laughs> so good at that. So I'm and always I'm trying like, to following be... up with all of you guys who listen yes. as well as following up with all my fellow like Disney people. Yeah. And one of my friends um, on Instagram, she um, is of like that culture and everything. 
and uh, she she pointed something out to me, and I thought that was really cool and really interesting. Is she said that Jasmine was calling her father instead of like daddy and stuff like that, like she used to in the animation. She said, um, I don't even remember what, how she said the it, language? but she said, I was wondering about the, that. Yeah, that she did do it for the, in a, 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 Arabic. Yeah, like Arabic. I'm sorry, Arabic. Yeah, and that kind of thing that That's they cool. use, that they used in calling her like her dad. You yeah, know, she actually father, called that dad, like her sl- that slang for her father in that culture. No. And then she yeah. also pointed out that Abu Abu was means parent. Parent? Yes. I and I never knew that. that. No. And so way. shout out. I'm sorry that I can't remember your username, but um. Put in the comment below. Put in the comment. Yeah, she's amazing. She's an amazing Disney person, and she was on her um, Instagram oh, that's story. that's really cool. And she said, when you address somebody as like parent of so and so, you say Abu de, and you say the name that you're. I love and that. And so for Abu, it would be like Abu de Aladdin. Uh huh. Parent okay. of Aladdin. Okay. And so that's his only family. That makes total which sense. Which just makes me love for me when yes. I love, and I'm so glad they. He's did always it. been one of my favorites. I'm so glad they like captured his amazing cuteness mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Well, I, I was so I watched a lot of behind the the day we went and saw it. Mm-hmm. I actually watched at work because <laughs> I had time. A lot of behind the scenes okay. that was coming out on YouTube, and they were showing um, that Abu was all a puppet. I didn't know that because from the, I mean I knew there was a lot of CGI, mm-hmm. but I thought there was going to be some parts that were actual. Mm-hmm. Uh, animal training yeah and it's not it was all there was a little puppet guy on his shoulder oh, as a boo oh, the whole oh, time oh, and he was green screened out yeah which is amazing that that's yeah. the technology but, and do, that's but. good that they did even that because sometimes they don't even give the actors that yeah sometimes yeah like, right so they it's put, a tennis ball yeah so exactly. that tennis ball. a tennis ball on your shoulder and that's all you got that's dude. it use your yeah. imagination yeah. thank god you have one if you're an actor hopefully yeah, yeah. So that's good that they had. Like, oh, and it was a cute puppet. I was like, Aww. I want to take you home if I worked on that set. <laughs> um, and I also liked, uh, so Billy Magnuson was Prince Anders in it. Yes. I worked with Billy on American Crime Story. That's right. And he's a, and he also was Prince, what's, I forget the name of the character, but in Into the Woods musical. Um, oh, yes. He yeah, was. With Chris Pine. Um, is it Philip or? Um, no, they didn't have right, like, names. I know, I, I did they a show had, long ago. Um, um, it was Rapun- Cinderella's Prince, Prince and Rapunzel's Prince, and he was yes. Rapunzel's Prince. Rapunzel's Prince, that's yes. right. Yeah, and he's just a goofball. He's and he's amazing. perfect he for that role. that role. So I was really, I know, I was so. I wish he had more screen time though. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe they did, and they had to cut it down, but um, he was so. And I like that they. I'm so overwhelmed because it was so good. Um, he played such a great, kooky, little, like, funny character, Prince uh-huh. from... I always... I figured it was from Norway, so it was, like, Frozen yeah. character, because uh-huh. he played a lot into that. But um, instead of the Prince from the original that gets Raja bites, bites his tissue. butt... Yeah. <laughs> and I wish they would have shown that scene, kind of, to pay homage to that scene, because yeah. it's such a funny scene. Um, but he just did a, such a great job, and I just I was really pleasantly surprised to see him... In uh-huh. that as well. So that was, great yeah. job, Cassie Crew. Great job, Billy, everybody. Yeah. But, and Raja. Yeah, that was great too. We got that little like snark from Raja. I, her interaction. One of my favorite like, animal characters in Disney. Because the great thing about like these Disney characters like um, Abu and Raja and stuff 
is they're so animal related to our own pets, you mm-hmm. know, where we see a little bit of our own. What do you mean? These two right here? Yeah. Belly and Sophie sitting right next to me? My little pets. You know, little where they animals. are, <laughs> they end up being, they're your family. They, they are your family. Fur yes, they are. And they yes, become they defensive of you. And they yes, become they very, you know, a part of your life. And I love that Disney captures that. Mm-hmm. In all their films, like one of my favorites also is Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. With uh, Miko. And Miko and Fleek. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, the goat, I forget his name, the goat from with Esmeralda from Hunchback Oh, yes. Um, and yeah. even Philippe from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yes. Know? Where he comes running where back. Where are you taking to, us, Philippe? Yeah, to yeah. take her and show her where he, acts, you know, mm-hmm. got scared. Where he was like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Lost, I'm sorry I lost yeah, him. I'm sorry I lost him, but I can show you where, yeah, I'm where he went. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's kind of the lassie feel of, mm-hmm. like, not just man's best friend, but human's best friend mm-hmm. of the storytelling incorporation of the animal's being there for you when humans aren't. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you're alone, but you're not. Um, yeah. Every every character has one. Mm-hmm. Character sidekick. Character sidekick. And there. Are, and the carpet. We can't forget the oh, carpet. Oh, carpet. And I do yes. like that he had still the flavor of like the best friend. Yeah. Robin Williams. With the well, yeah with Will. How Robin Williams yeah, did with like his the, character yeah. with that magic carpet, but now Will Smith with his magic carpet mm-hmm. was really good too. Yeah. I would definitely watch it over and over again. I want to have it in my collection. Yes. And. It's that feel-good movie that you can just put on and rewatch it, and you don't, you won't get bored at all. Oh yeah, at all. And what did you think of their rendition of a whole new world? I liked it. I mean, it was a little poppy. Yes. Um, but I get it. It's the new generation. And I feel like if they didn't change it a little bit, it'd be so out of place. Of course. Because yeah. everything else was changed. <laughs> exactly. And you so have if to. you didn't update that one, it's kind of like, oh, okay. You what? have to do it that way. Yeah. Um, but real quick, my question for you is, if you, for the next couple live action films to come other than Lion King, because that's the next one. Oh, I know which live action. <laughs> you know. And I have casted <laughs> it in my head. <laughs> nice. Please talk about it. I want to see a live action Hercules. Yeah. And I want those muses. And I want Beyonce in there. I want Jennifer Hudson in there. Yes. I want Fantasia in there. Uh, I want those muses. Uh-huh. Come on. Like, can we really? Yes. I want Zendaya as one of them. Oh, like, yeah. I want them to have yeah. like all the ages, all the sizes, well, and them just singing you know, that, singing the house down boots. Absolutely. <laughs> it is a lost. It's a lost film that needs to be re- rebooted for oh, whatever reason. Yeah. I think it would be even better now. And I mean, I love the classic. Always Talk about name dropping. They, they could yeah. totally name drop Absolutely. with all those <laughs> and, and Hercules and Meg were not done justice with Once Upon a Time. Ugh. I mean, it was, no. That was It'd be wonderful. And the great good. thing is they could get, like they did with this one, they could get all the star names for the muses because totally. they're throughout the whole movie. And they're now part and of the classic. And they're singers yep. and everything. But like, like you're saying, Beyonce's part of Lion King now, so they're exactly. part of the family now. Disney and so family. is Zendaya, yep. you know, and yep. all that stuff, you know. So, like, getting all those people as the big names, then you can go and really find somebody who has, like, Hercules qualities mm-hmm. and find somebody who has that, like, sassy Megara, like, bad yeah. girl yeah. who's trying to be good but not really, good. you know, and, like, that really capturing right. those people rather than trying to find an somebody who's already mm-hmm. a star or famous to play them. Yeah. You can just focus all that energy on the music. 
I would like Danny DeVito back. I know. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> He's still around. He needs to at least be in it again. And how the cute would he look? He in would. That little, like get a costume. <laughs> he would be fantastic. Yes. Yes. So. Oh man. That's what I want to see. I want to see if anybody's listening for a remake. Yeah. Let's I mean, get on Hercules. Absolutely. I would also like to And if see... you end up getting Beyonce and Zendaya and Jennifer Hudson and Fantasia <laughs> as the four muses, four, five, six muses, throw another couple of ones in there and... It'd be so good. Be awesome. I, I would like to also see um, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love Esmeralda and I think that there could be a lot of uh, potential with that film, live action, as well as story. Mm -hmm. It's just so, so great. And then... Um, the Pocahontas. Yes. I yes. would love to. I mean, it's a dude, Mulan. Mm -hmm. uh, in That's the right. Works, so that would be great. That's going to be great when it comes out. But I think ethnicity-wise, ethnicity story-wise. Isn't that story strange? We're listing ones from our childhood. Yes. Our, like our direct childhood. Because like the 90s. we had the best time in the 90s for that. Because look films. at Aladdin. Yes. The Mermaid 2 is coming out. Yeah. Soon. I don't know who's Mulan. The and then I just said Hercules. Yeah. Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Just said I mean, Pocahontas. Pocahontas after that. And then it was, yeah. Um, so those are all, out. those are our childhood. <laughs> those were the second good ones of the classic era. And I don't know what else to come. And then bits and pieces here and there of other ones, you know. For sure. Yeah. Well. It'll be a whole new world someday. It will be a whole new world. <laughs> Speaking of which, if you would be so trying to sing a home in a little bit. I would love to. As our ukulele <laughs> out, outro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll be alive. Is that okay? Um, if you want to share it, you can be my next. I'll be jealous. <laughs> I can show you the world. Shine and shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you